Welcome into the Talking Ball, y'all, Poplarville post-game podcast. I'm Jason Baker, the voice of the Hornets, alongside our color analysts along the Poplarville radio network of Talking Ball, y'all, Rossi Creel, and the voice of the Blue Devils for Talking Ball, y'all, Jeff Lassette, joining us tonight in a recap of action tonight. The Blue Devils uh, go on top uh, 3-0 on a 30-yard-plus field goal off the foot of Brody Moore, and then uh, we were able – Brody Marshall, excuse me, uh, off his foot. And then it was all Poplarville from then on out. And Rossi Creel, is, as you've been able to kind of digest the ball game now, your thoughts on, on the play and the level of play from the Hornets and kind of like we said during the broadcast on Friday night, the way in which they responded has got to be what you're taking away from this game. Absolutely. You know, this week wasn't a whole lot different from last week as far as their response to the adversity that they faced in the fourth quarter here tonight. Uh, just uh, overcoming that, making some adjustments on the on the on the sideline uh, as the game is happening, and and those the kids getting out and performing, doing what they're coached to do, doing what they practice to do, throwing up 45 points uh, unanswered to finish the game out. Yeah, really impressive from the green and gold. And Jeff Lassette, the voice of the Blue Devils for Talking Ball, y'all, joins us. And Jeff, a young team. They're a team now with a freshman quarterback who's only going to get better. From my perspective, what I loved about Corday Russell is you could see the glimpses of why he's starting. You saw him start off. I think he started off four for four, I believe, on the night. Um, he and Tristan Williams really began to get in some type of rhythm. The future is there. You can see the the bright spots that Jacob Owens beginning to plug into this program. Yeah, absolutely. And and he'll tell you, if you go talk to him right now or anybody else on the coach staff, it's a young team. Half the rosters are sophomores. So you've got a freshman quarterback, a lot of sophomores on the team. But you've seen him come into his own a little bit that first drive. They drive down the field. And what I like tonight versus last week against Hancock was there wasn't them penalties. There wasn't them illegal procedure. There wasn't the false starts. There wasn't the holding calls. They cleaned up that this week at practice. But then you've seen a little bit of different stuff tonight. They had some bobbled snaps fumbled, you know, high snaps over his head. So that's some things that can get into a freshman's head, uh, kind of a deer in the headlights when stuff like that happens. And you've seen him tonight make some good throws. Tristan Williams was our Farm Bureau player of the game. He made some good catches early, and it was them little bubble screen routes that was just getting the quarterback uh, uh, used to throwing the ball, getting him comfortable throwing out there. And Tristan did a lot of the work himself. Nobody out blocking Harley made some uh, defenders miss, but then you've seen the Hornets pick up on that later in the first quarter, early in the second quarter. As soon as Tristan would get it, there was three of them on him. So there's glimpses of, 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 of bright, and there's hope for this Blue Devil team. They are a young team. And if it's a good thing or a bad thing, I'm not really sure. Uh, but they got a bye this week. So they got two weeks to prepare before they go on the road to face another tough 4A opponent in Summerall. And, you know, it, it, probably a well-timed buy. You kind of get two weeks' worth of action, week off to sort of assess the situation. Is that what you kind of get the sense uh, from Jacob and this coaching staff of what they'll do with this team? Yeah, and I asked him pregame show. I said, Coach, I don't even want to, you know, I don't even want to talk about last week. Last week was last week. Y'all watched filmed on it when they played Hancock. I said, last week was last week, and he said yes. He said they come in Monday, had their head hung a little bit as they were you know, getting ready. By Tuesday they practiced, Wednesday they, they forgot about the loss with Hancock, and they were getting ready for Popperville. So now you got the loss to Popperville here, uh, if you're the Blue Devil fans, 45-3, to three, but you got Labor Day off, so you got your kids resting a little bit from school, but then you, you're getting back in the rhythm of it. Let's keep your heads up. You got two weeks to prepare for Summerall, and I think it's a great bye week. I asked, I asked Jacob early uh, before before the season, I said, I seen you got a bye week. You scheduled this jamboree, but now you got a bye. Are you going to keep it or 
are you going to, you know, schedule somebody because picking you know, the other ones don't have a bye. They're going to play games. So you got one less game. He goes, no, our team's young. I think we're going to need the bye, especially after Hancock and Popperville. So I think you got two weeks. Uh, some of these mistakes that were made tonight can be cleaned up. The coaching staff, of course, going to watch film. The students or the, or the football players, they probably already got the film. Uh, huddled to them, going to be sent probably in the morning. So they'll start watching that. And, and I think they'll write the ship in, in some areas. Some some plays, uh, they were just, you know, bad plays. And that's just the, the fact of the matter. But some things are very coachable and some things are very – on film, they, they can clean up. So I think they, they'll be okay. Got two weeks of practice before they go to summer roll. That's Jeff Lassette, the voice of the Blue Devils for Talking Ball. Y'all, I'm Jason Baker, joined by Rossi Creel. Rossi, the development of the up back into the running game tonight. Tyke Smith, a 65-yard run, followed by or or following up what was a seven-yard carry that we really love. Just sort of the 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 dimension of that becoming a part of this offense. Then as well, Matt Will's running ability, which we talked about in the pregame show. Uh, just your thoughts on maybe those two guys and and sort of the night they had for Poplarville. Yeah, you know, Matt. Of course, uh, we, we named him the the player of the game, the uh, Farm Bureau player of the game this week, and. Uh, there's a reason for that. His leadership on the field, his performance on the field, uh, uh, what what he showed us with his arm. You know, he just had an all-around great game. That's why he stuck out in my head for that. Uh, you look at Tyke Smith. Now, that was probably one of the most exciting moments I've seen in, in recent Hornet football is to watch that that big kid. Uh, you know, he, he's basically fullback size, just outrun a Blue Devil defense 65 yards to the end zone. And then to see his, his family down here in the stands, his grandfather, legendary coach Dodd Lee, on his feet, hands in the air, just uh, full of joy watching his grandson make that play. That was just a special, special moment uh, just in the history of Hornet football. And then after the game, I'm, I'm looking down on the field and I see his, his – uh, uh, Tyke's dad, Coach Seth Smith from Pearl River Community College, just embrace him and 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 hug him and and just in total joy and excitement, and that was just so so cool to watch, and uh, I I couldn't be happier for that family. Yeah, Tyke Smith changed positions through the off season with the change in offensive philosophy. He was a guard from a year ago. This Hornet defense, we can't get off this post-game podcast without talking about their play. Jeff alluded to it. Tristan Williams had some space early in the game, kind of got loose, made a couple guys miss. But from the second quarter on, boy, they weren't missing anymore. The way the corners, I thought Nick Miller, Quan Hutterson really set an edge. Corey Burt we talked about. Then what about Scott Gerald, the defensive lineman, making some plays out on the edge, which are effort plays to get out there. Hornet defense kind of found themselves in that second quarter. Yeah, they just kind of picked up where they left off the, the second half of last week's game against Picayune. You know, and, and we said a lot of names tonight that, that we didn't say much of last week, uh, but, but you had some kids really step up, make some big plays. Uh, Scott Gerald, and again, I can't say enough about Josh Beck, the uh, sophomore yeah. that came in and got those three sacks there in the in the third and fourth quarter. He, he was he was really impressive. That kid's got a bright future in Hornet football, too. He sure does. Uh, speaking of bright futures, that's what we all got as uh, the Poppaville Hornets get ready to take on Lumberton next week, as we alluded to, the Prover Central Blue Devils. Uh, off on a bye week, they'll get themselves right and then take on uh, the Summerall Bobcats and in-district foe of the Popperville Hornets in a couple of weeks. I'm Jason Baker for Rossi Creole for Jeff Lassette. That's it for this edition of the Popperville Talking Ball Y'all postgame podcast.